Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, The Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights entitled Success Has No Uncles, 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen. Once again, you are all welcome to our 26th anniversary as a church and as a ministry. We welcome everyone in our actual service and everyone watching online worldwide. We thank you for taking the time to be in this service. You could have been somewhere else, but thank God for listening to the Spirit of God. Turning your gift into treasure. Turning your gift into treasure. Attracting what money cannot buy in this month of attracting kingdom wealth and divine prosperity. Money that you get from your workplace is one thing. Kingdom wealth is another thing. What makes you a mystery is kingdom wealth and divine prosperity by divine wisdom. This month you will attract kingdom wealth. I said, this month you will attract kingdom wealth. Nobody was born on this earth with nothing. Proverbs 18, 16, it says, A man's gift or a woman's gift shall make room for him or her and bring them before great men. So it is your gift, your natural gift, your spiritual gift, your giving in offerings, in tithe, in service, kingdom promotion, Project, projects that you engage in that brings you before great men and opens great doors for you. So it's your gift. Everybody say, my gift is precious. That's why Proverbs 17, 80 says, wherever the gift tends, or wherever you use your gift, wherever you give and use your gift, it brings you profit. Now, Acts chapter 10, 34 to 35, then Peter said, I now realize how true it is that God is no respecter of persons. Now, Please lift up your head. What you are coming to hear today and this month, God is God does not just choose people as favorites. There are things that people do that make them become favorites of God. Like you hear God say, Abraham is my friend. You hear God say, I speak to Moses face to face. And that's because of the price that they pay. He said, God is no respecter of fair. So this thing I'm coming to teach you Everybody under the sound of my voice, those watching now or those who will watch it later, as many people do, God is not a respecter of persons. Everybody who practices what you're about to hear is entitled to these major blessings. 
You know, many people are satisfied with the job that they do, their work that they do, nine to five or whatever time they work. But when you read the scriptures, by divine wisdom, you are not rich or wealthy in this kingdom by just what you do. It's the blessing of the Lord upon what you do that makes you a blessing or that makes you blessed. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, not my salary. I stopped living on salary years ago. I live on the blessing. I wear a cloak called blessing. Kenneth Copeland, Pastor Marty, all my mentors, walk my mentors' church. It's called the House of Blessing. That's Bishop Akotobafu's house, uh, church. It's called Blessing House. We, you wear blessing as a cloak by virtue of the things you do and the things you attract. Somebody say, I'm going for the blessing. Somebody say, I'm going for the blessing. Say, I will not just live by a salary. I will live by the blessing. He says, God is no respecter of persons. Another translation says, does not show favoritism. But in every nation, whether Jew or Greek or male or female or whatever, in every nation, everybody who fears him or loves him and does what is right, that is following divine wisdom, attracts this blessing. God is not a respect. He's not, I am not poor because of the nation in which I live. I am poor because my mentality is poor. And I'm not triggering certain things like hard work, diligence, focus, giving, tithing, praying, advancing the kingdom, adding value to us. Many factors. Many factors. It's not only giving that makes you rich. It's not only working that makes you rich. It's not only prayer and fasting. There are many factors. And today, I'm beginning a series to put in your hand how to trigger whatever you need at every time by doing certain things. There are things that money cannot buy. There are things you do to trigger things that money cannot buy. Money alone. Bible says money answers all things. Another translation says money answers most things. When John D. Rockefeller, I'm taking my time, I have four weeks. John D. Rockefeller, at the age of 52, was diagnosed with terminal cancer. He parted with 50% of his wealth. And God said in heaven, he, uh, he had all the money. He was a billionaire. He was the first American billionaire. So he had money to go to the topmost hospitals, John Hopkins, all these hospitals. He tried everything. Nothing worked. Then he decided to engage divine wisdom. Common sense took him to hospitals. But he switched to divine wisdom. And God said, after parting with 50% of his wealth, billions, God said, I don't need this man in heaven now. And added, from 52, he died at 97. God added 45, if my mathematics is correct, God added 45 more years because he engaged divine wisdom in distributing 50% of his wealth. That's not common sense. There are things that money cannot buy. Health. You can't buy health with money. You can't buy long life with money. 
You can't find peace in your marriage with money. We are about to learn a divine mystery. That's why Paul said, please pray for me in this service that I, I take my time. It is too much. Too much. Too much. That's why Paul said, my God shall supply all your needs. Not just money. Money pays bills. Money buys you things. And I was coming today in the house. God said, said something humorously to me. He said something humorously to me. He said, in this season, who buys shoes? Who buys clothes in this season? There are bigger things to invest in than shoes and clothes. Most of us are clothes are recycled. Isn't it? Repete. There are bigger things to invest in that ensures that all your needs I said, all your needs are met by this mystery. We are about to look at this. I've been practicing this. Recently, I discovered, this week, discovered this thing I'm about to teach you. I used to think it was 16. This week, God opened my eyes. No, you have actually been practicing 20 of it. 20. No lack, no insufficiency, no begging. All your needs, including health, your children, their future, their school fees, your marriage. You are coming to see something here that this mystery even brings your husbands. Ruth left Moab as soon as she got to Bethlehem. She went to the field of Boaz and started working in somebody's field. That is engagement in kingdom promotion on somebody's field of ministry. And God gave him, God gave her the richest man in that city as a husband by adding value to that man's business. Free husband. Free. No prayer. No fasting. It is not common sense. This is a mystery. How do you go work on somebody's field? Promoting God's kingdom, promoting God's ministry, promoting House of Judah, promoting your church, and God gives you a husband. And the, the funny thing is, she didn't even ask for a husband. She didn't go there. Are you praying for me to stay true? It's too much. Look at the say, It's too much. House of Judah, we are going to be too much. I said, we are going to be too much. People will not understand this church. Ah, it's a mystery. I said to my wife on the dining table, remember, dear, you remember? I said, may these people cut it. Prosperity, this thing is not just taught. It is caught. You catch it. You run with it. You see it. By divine wisdom, her mother-in-law said to her, this evening go and lie by at the bottom, at the feet of Boaz and stay there. When he wakes up, he'll cover you and he'll start making proceedings to follow protocol and paying dowry to marry you by the mystery of giving to somebody's business. That's a mystery. 
told you last week, please be prepared for this one thing. If you don't want persecution and trouble and envy and jealousy from your family and people you know, close your ears throughout this 50 minute message. Because the envy is coming. The jealousy is coming. Because you will be too much. God is too much. God is extravagant. His streets are paved with gold. His walls are of jasper. That is your father. How can you be broke when your father is? Oh, the silver and the gold and the castle over a thousand feet. It's a deep mysteries that we are not engaged in. That's why we are not the bad from this day. You are getting there. Clap. My relatives have stopped explaining me. That way they stopped calling me. You can't understand Hasselwood. Don't, don't try it. You see, when I got saved, God reminded me of this again. I thank God. God, thank you. Mwah. Mwah, mwah. You have too much. When I got saved, I was introduced to the Duncan Williams and the, the Hosas and the Oedipus and the Kenneth Copeland and the Kenneth. So, you see, when I started my Christian life, my knowledge and my wisdom base was 20, combination of all those speakers far ahead of my contemporaries. So when I started ministry, started teaching, they just couldn't catch it because you can't catch it. Where I have been before I started ministry, you can't catch it. How do you explain since the inception of this year, 26 years, I have never called any of our members, and they are generous people, oh, good people, oh, and I'm sure when I call them, they'll come to, I have never called them once. Never arrived at their house psychedelically once. How? Oh, Misty. The kind of financial turmoil and whatever this church has been through, for us to still be here and going higher after 26 years, it is not common sense. Your clapping has gone. And if people think they have seen something, 26 years, I have a twin brother who gave, who saved 800,000 US dollars. And used it to buy properties and pull the properties down and build a church. Just the two of them for their ministry. That's my twin brother. That's not common sense. You must be operating to save 800,000 US dollars in Ghana. What wisdom are you operating in? You don't have money printing machine under your church. They sent BI to come and investigate my spiritual father, Bishop Oedipo. He wanted to look in his basement whether there are money printing machines there. He said that money printing machines is divine wisdom. I am trying to get you to understand. The best time to belong to the house of Judah is today. Because we, I'm not just saying it. I'm not, I'm not telling you, trying to convince you to stay. You see it yourself. You handle it yourself. People will start looking for you. We, have, we need answers. We need... Zechariah chapter 8, 23 to 25 is about to happen. They will come looking for you and say, we want to go with you to where you go to because we can see you are an epitome of solutions. Bishop, stop getting excited. Teach us the thing. Isaiah 55, 8 to 11. His ways are not our... You see, listen, write this down. You can't walk with God with common sense. 
there is nothing that God tells you to do that makes sense. It only makes divine sense. That's why you attract divine results. How do you explain this? Proverbs 11.24 There is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is that withholdeth more than is meat and it tendeth to poverty. How do you explain scattering from what you have or don't have and yet God increases you. And yet when you withhold, it becomes poverty. How do you explain God telling you out of the little you have, scatter. And he just says so. He says scatter. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth. That is not earthly wisdom. Earthly wisdom says you don't have enough. Keep it. Save it. Remember tomorrow. He said there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. That's divine wisdom. Now, the Bible says the wise man shall hear and increase learning. Every day in your life and my life must be better than yesterday. Charlie, lift your hand. The days when yesterday was better than today, those days are over from today. I said the days where you were celebrating yesterday and saying the good old days, those days are over. I had more last year than, than the year before. I gave more last year than the year before. This year so far, I've given far more to the kingdom and to people and pay people's debts off and pay school fees of people more than last year. Mysterious. That's not salary. I told the sister, Richard, I said, if you need anything, call me. What I say? Every week, my wife and I give to people, share. Give to widows. Pay people's school fees. On their... Ah. May you catch it. I said, may you catch it. I said, may you catch it from today. Proverbs 4, 18 says, the path of the just is as the shining light. Shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Put your hand on your head and say, my days will be brighter and brighter. Say, my tomorrow will be better than my yesterday. Listen to this carefully now. Listen to this from the mouth of God. Over the, listen, please listen to this. Oh, I'm appealing to your spirit and I'm appealing to your mental faculties for both spirit and soul to catch. Don't just be taught. Catch it. Ezekiel 2.2. The spirit at work in me will enter you to display exactly what I display in my life. That's how you duplicate what House of Judah believes. Like I said yesterday, you, all of you must come to a place where whilst I'm preaching, are you, get, are you getting ready? Are you getting ready? Where's my biological son? Are you getting ready? Pastors, ministers, men. I can be preaching like this if you catch what I catch and know what I know and read what I read. I can stop in the middle of my message and say, take over and preach. And you should be able to preach the same thing with the same results like Elijah and Elisha, not Gehazi. Because you are supposed to duplicate what your bishop is doing. I can't be everywhere. There are places I cannot go. You must take off my spirit and use it to add value to people. And get rewarded supernaturally. How do you get a sister call you and say, you have been blessing me. Bring, give me your bank details and wire it and send four figures into my account. Ah. Next person. 
who is about to receive a phone call and a text or WhatsApp to say, I'm about to send money to your bank account. That person is hearing me now. If you are the one, shout a better amen. We don't give our testimonies. What you are saying looks like it's, 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 it's a story. Listen to this. Over the years, we have been taught to give. But a lot of emphasis has not been laid on how to give, why to give, what to give, where to give, when to give, and what to do or our responsibilities after we give. We tell you tight, we tell you give, but we have not emphasized how you give, where you give, when you give, what you give, why you give, and what to expect when you give. And your responsibilities after you give. We just said tithe. Give. What do I do next? How? What are the things I should expect when I tithe or give in different ways? And what are my responsibilities? Should I sit down and fold my hand? So we are on a journey. So I'm going to teach you this. Some of the things you attract when you give. You see, if you don't expect it, if you don't know these are the things that come to you, you just give. That's why many people complain, I've given, I'm not receiving. Look at some of the things you must start expecting. Divine wisdom. Divine ideas. Divine favor. It was divine ideas that got Laban's boss to say, God has made me richer than you. How do you become richer, an employee, than your employer? Divine ideas. Divine wisdom. Divine health. Productivity. Smart work. Investment in right investments, favor, long productive life, creativity, lending to others, averting curses comes from your giving. All this comes from giving. If you don't expect it, you just be sitting now thinking it's not working. That's why the people said, that's why God said, your words have been stout against me. Because they were just sitting now looking in the air, expecting that thing manna will fall from heaven. He had practical things, God will begin to open your eyes. Oh, if only. Somebody in this room, if only you know the kind of idea God is going to give you for your next business today, 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 in this service. Ah, look at your neighbor and say, brace yourself. Tell your neighbor, don't give blindly ever again. Be expectant how you give, cheerfully, joyfully, willingly, attitude. And what to expect and what to do after you tithe, after you give, after you serve, after you preach. Contrary to what you may have heard, God rewards givers with specific blessings. <laughs> Not just money. Like some that I've just read. And then contrary, listen to this ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. Catch this. Contrary to what you have heard also, God gives seeds, offerings, ideas, gifts to those who have a heart for God and really want to give and really want to add value. There's no such thing. Let me read it to you. God always gives seeds, offerings to those who have a heart for God and are willing to give or to do good. Whether to a church or to people from what he has already given them, 
So start where you are. You see, last week I thought on why people don't get certain blessings. You know why some people don't get certain blessings? One of it is some people are waiting until they have more than enough to, before they give. The widow's might was called widow's might. Start from where you are. Everybody scream, start from where you are. You don't, I'm teaching you the mystery. You don't wait till you have more than enough or pay your mortgage or your rent first. No. Seek first the kingdom of God. It's a mystery. You can't understand God with your, your mind. And contrary to what everybody believes to, this is what I heard. Everyone has a seed to sow. There's no such thing as I don't have a seed. I don't have something to give. You have a natural gift. You have one P. You have five P. Where you are, listen, listen. If nothing leaves your life to add value to people or to a ministry or to the kid, if nothing from where you are now leaves your life, nothing is coming for multiplication. The mystery is don't wait till you have too much. That one natural gift that God gave you, start using it. It's not only money. There's no one on earth who is not giving a seed because the Bible says God gives seeds to sowers. Say that with me. God gives seeds to So if you have a heart to sow, guess what will happen? He will put it in your hand. You can't say I don't have anything. You can talk. You can smile. You can usher. You can play the organ. You can do something. Is your excitement still here? I started with nothing. Kofi Brookman. Oh. You women in this house, and maybe some of you watching, if at that time you knew me and I proposed to you, you'd have said, take this man to a mental hospital. I had nothing. But I had God. And I had my natural gifts. And started using it in my state. You will make it. First Timothy 6, 17 to 18. Command those who are rich in this present world. Please listen to this. I quoted this last week. Pay attention. You are catching something. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their trust in God who provides for them, watch this, who provides for them every, everybody say everything. Who provides for them what? Everything to enjoy. Is that money? Is that only money? God gives you everything to enjoy. But on the basis of they should command them to do good. Mystery. 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 Be addicted to doing good. To be rich in good works. And be generous. And be willing to share. That's the four criteria. For you having oh, everyone say everything. Everything to enjoy. That is not only money. Everything to enjoy. Including that car. Comfortable car you are looking for. Including that recliner that you have been saving since 1952. And have not been able to put the money together. Because other things come and corner things. Everything. Everything. Your father. Hello. Elijah. Johanna. If your father owned everything in this world, will you ask for only one t-shirt? What will you ask for? This is your father.
father, whom many people, you see, many people have treated God like he's an irresponsible God. Because they haven't triggered the things that trigger God to give them everything. But that is changing from today. I said that is changing from today. You know, my wife and I have a disease. We have a problem. problem with keeping monies in our account. We have a serious problem. When we see money there, it must go towards kingdom or pay somebody's debt or do something. Do good deeds. We have a problem. I lie not. I'm speaking with God is here. We have a serious problem. Somebody described my wife as it comes into her hand, one hand, and it goes in the other. That is her. We become channels of God's blessed. So every time blessings are gravitating towards us. Your clapping is envious. I am teaching you a mystery. He that withholdeth more than his meat, it becomes poverty. So your poverty, people's poverty is self-generated. And people's prosperity is self-generated. I said I came to teach you a mystery. I gave her some money recently. One third win. That anointing is coming on this church. Your amen has gone. It is a waste of resources to have money in your bank account that you don't use to add value to nobody. God does not bring more to such people. I'm teaching a mystery. If you are still happy, say we are very happy, Bishop. It's a mystery. Don't try to understand God. I have thousand pounds. You say I should give five hundred. Don't you know I have bills? That is my common sense speaking. How I how would the Queen of England tell me to give her a thousand when she owns Windsor, Sandringham, Buckingham, all those places? Why would God ask me to give something when he hasn't got something better to give me back? If there be first a willing mind, it is acceptable. So let's look at the mysteries. Number one, Philippians 4.19. I'm teaching you the mysteries now. Philippians 4, verse 15 to 19. Paul speaking said, you gave to us missions. Everybody say missions. You know, Bible says, <laughs> they are different. When you read the Old Testament, there were different kinds of offerings. Peace offering, burnt offering, all kinds of offerings. Now, I'm coming to teach you, the question God asked me to ask you is, what do you want? When you want Sainsbury's uh, products, you go to Sainsbury's. When you want Aldi products, you go to Aldi. When you want Aldi's uh, or you want Max and Spencer products, you go to Max and Spencer. Now, I'm coming to teach you, how to generate what you want by doing certain things specifically to attract those things. Are you understanding? Because money is not all you need. Philippians 4, 15 to 19. I want, so you must be expectant. When you are giving, give with expectation. Don't give blindly. Those days are over. Why do you give? What do you give? Where do you give? When do you give? And how do I receive from, I must teach you how to receive. I should only teach you how to give. 
I must teach you how to receive and what to expect whenever you give certain things. You give love, you receive love. You give kindness, you receive kindness. That's, that's, that's the key. So, how do I get all my needs met? All, all, all my needs. All. Philippians 4, 15 to 9. And you see, this is self-generated. It's what I do that determines what I get. Philippians 4, 15 to 19. Can you put it up on the screen or can someone read from verse 15? Now, ye Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church gave, that's the word communicate, gave to me as concerning. So look at, it's explaining what he's talking of. No church communicated with me concerning what? Concerning prayer. Concerning prayer. Concerning fasting. So what is the context of this, this message? Giving and what? Okay, but you only. Let's continue. For even in Thessalonica, you send once and again unto what? So these people gave to Paul's necessity, the amount of God's necessity, or to missions. Now, because I, not because I desire a gift. Listen, listen. It's not because they desire a gift. Now look at what he's saying, which maybe if I say it, people will say, you, you pastors, you boast too much. Look at this. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to whose account. So what I'm teaching is going to benefit whose account? What I'm teaching, whose account will it benefit? Is it bishop's benefit? Is it bishop's account? Whose account am I, ben- am I profit? Am I teaching to be- English come? Whose, whose account? Oh, I can't hear you. Look at your neighbor and say, this is for my account. This is to increase my account. Mysteries. I caught this early that what I need in my account is based on what I do. So, let's continue. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Let's continue. But Listen to the thing. Listen to the man of God speaking. But let's all read it together. This is a man of God speaking. And sometimes when men of God make statements, they say these people are too proud. Listen to Paul. But I have... Does that sound like I can never be poor? I said, does that sound like I can never be poor? That's where our bold speeches come from. I, I know what I'm doing, so I can say I have what? Oh! I can afford everything! By faith and by this practice, that's not just money. This will be your language, though. Let me hear everybody say, I have all. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Start practicing it. Start practicing it. I have what? I have what? I have what? And what? And abound. That's why we talk the way we talk, oh. Because they gave to Paul's ministry once and again. So listen. Let's continue. <sighs> I have all in a bond, having received a, a, a product of the things or the seeds which were sent from you. Look at it, how the offering smells. I know that, you remember last week? Does offering have smells? Does giving have smells? An order of a sweet, it is not tongue canceling. It's not, um, uh, 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 Croydon dump. Your offering, does it smell good? 
your, when you're about to give, is your heart in it? Is your love in it? Is your willingness in it? Is your cheerfulness in it? And is it based on how God has blessed you? You can't be a millionaire and give like a pauper. You must give at your rate. These are all things that factor. Showing love at your rate. Kindness at your rate. Doing good at your rate. Tithing at your rate. This thing works. I am putting the, I won't be around all the time. I'm putting the key in your hand so you can do it and see it like I'm seeing it and beyond. I see some people here. The next house you buy, let's start with your car so that your faith will rise before you collapse. The next car you buy will not be on HP. By this mystery. Because he says he supplies all your needs. An odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice. So sometimes, when you're about to give, it will be something sacrificial. Like some of the seeds you are sowing today, um, uh, at our anniversary, we don't give ordinary seeds. We give sacrifice. When I wrote my, my, my seed, my wife and I wrote our seed, we, we, you feel it in your bones. So when I'm giving it out, from what I have, God is sitting in heaven about to release a harvest. He, he, he must feel it in his bones. Because what you sow is what you reap. If you give casually, show kindness casually, do good casually, you receive casual results. Because ah, what leaves earth determines what leaves heaven. Have I lost you? <laughs> something with me. A sacrifice well-pleasing, acceptable to God. Now, look at verse 19. This is where, then he said, my God. Does house of Judah have a God? Does Hattonwood have a God? Does Bishop Oedipo have a God? Do my mentors have a God? When you are in a church, you can tap into the anointings and graces and benefits of your bishop God. That the same God who answers it. You have a God, but you add it to your bishop's God. He lifts his voice because you supported his missions ministry. Gave to his necessity. Ensured the ministry is flowing. He said, therefore my God shall supply. Oh, you see, why would you want only money when you can get this? Husband is in there. Wife is in there. You wait, I'm coming. The days of crying are over. Over 70, mama. Your latter days will be greater than your former. Are you receiving it as well as she is receiving it? You need to get it. I'm teaching you mysteries. I've been working for 30 years. I know I have to go for things. <laughs> I give to them. I'm so blessed that some people, when they bring first fruit, I was speaking to someone, I said, that seed you have been giving us, keep it. She said, never. Like two people here, they brought first fruit, and I said to them, keep it. They said, no, eat it. You are so blessed that somebody gives you money, and you are telling them they should take it back. You need money to do things, and you are telling them, keep it. You must know something that the people don't know. 
And that something is what I'm teaching you now. Because listen, listen, listen. Listen to this serious one. Blessing people, you are not rich. No matter how much you are earning. Until you have a budget for your church, for the kingdom, for others. And these things I'm teaching you, including the poor, you are not rich yet. But I said, charge them that are rich, that they be, they shouldn't be boastful in their riches, but to do, he mentions four things. Do good. Your blessings must affect people so you are creating an avenue and streams of income and blessings. Streams of income. When you want to invest in shares, you want blessings from shares. You so you, you, you invest in shares, stocks, uh, cryptocurrency, whatever. I'm teaching you the scriptural prescriptions for attracting spiritual shares, spiritual stocks, spiritual real estate. It's all in the book. So when I need certain things from God, I look at the things I must do to generate it, then I show towards it, then I catch it. The house we live in was from Haggai 1 and 2. The house we live in now was from where? He said, consider your ways. He said, go up, gather wood, come down, build my house. So into my house. We built him a house, so he built us a house. A garden. Those who have come to a house call it Garden of Eden. We didn't ask for a garden. Not one pea from this church is in that building. Nobody pays stamp duty. How can you do that? In this church, our members... When they are using cars and they come to a place where they don't want to use the cars anymore, they sow it into the lives of the members. That's why we are mysterious. We don't do partition. Nothing wrong with partition. We sow it into others' lives. We get a new car, we pass on to others. Is somebody with me here? You want God to supply all your needs. Engage in Philippians 4, 15 and 19. You want God to bless you. Listen, lift up your head. One day, one day, a national plague came upon Israel. And God said to David, Rear me an altar, an altar of sacrifice. A sacrifice is something you do for somebody at the expense of yourself. So David went to Arona to buy the land, to rear the altar and offer the sacrifice. And Arona said, I'll give it to you for free. Listen to David. I'm talking now about sacrificial seed. When you want a turn around in your life, you don't just pray. You sow sacrificial seeds to God. You want a turn around. National plague and people were dying. 85,000 citizens died one day. David didn't just pray. He said, I'm going to rear an altar. I'm going to give God a sacrifice. Something that will hurt me. So this nation, this national plague epidemic, epidemics, you see, when I, when this lockdown started, I told you, this thing cannot touch me, cannot touch us, because I knew the sacrificial seeds that have been sowing for years. Bishop Oedipo said to his wife recently when he was preaching, he says, my wife, when my wife was attacked by the devil for one whole year, she was bedridden, 
He said, my wife may not even know the various sacrifices that I read to ensure that she comes out of the grave. Sacrifices turn things around. So David said, I will not give God what does not cost me anything. And the Bible said, when he did, please put Second Samuel 24, 24. Let me give them one more and we'll continue this next. Are you getting something? Are you catching something? I said, are you catching something? Somebody shout divine mysteries. You see, don't just hear this message. Start doing it. I've spoken so far. You've heard of tithe already. The devourer is rebuked for... If you don't tithe, you give the devil license to just touch anything that belongs to you. So that one we have said it are. So today I'm speaking of <laughs> missions, giving to building projects, Haggai 1 and 2, and then now we're talking about sacrificial seats, and we'll close with the poor. Let's finish. And the king said to Arona, let's all read it together so we, we, we finish together. Shall we do? Go. Shall we go? And the king said to Arona, nay, but I will what? I will surely what? Listen, listen, listen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, I'll tell them. Listen, lift up your head, please. Lift up your head. Don't always like three things. The Lord just told me that. Don't just like what? Sometimes when people are offering you free things, sometimes say no. And if it's, you really need a turn around in your marriage or something, and you need to sue a second. Somebody says, I'll just give it you for free. Sometimes there's anything. Don't take it for free. Insist on buying it. When somebody takes you out for a dinner or lunch or something, don't always let them pay. They are carrying away your blessing because they are giving. Those who is more blessed to give than to receive. As they are giving, they are carrying away your blessing. In that your department, when you should do something, you leave it to your boss or your senior or your departmental head to do it. He's taking away your blessing. Anything I tell you to do and you let make me do it, there are many blessings I'm working in. That is, belongs to our members. And I know exactly that this one is from these people who didn't do this. It's the same with your family. Your husband must do something. He doesn't do it and your wife does it. Scriptures cannot be broken. Take care of your wife. Oh, no, no, no. You take <laughs> She's taking your blessing for free. Don't always like free things. He said, I will not, I will surely buy it at a price. Neither will I offer, what's that? Bent offering. And when you are giving offering, please make sure it's bent. Divorce yourself from it when you are giving it. Don't follow the offering basket around. When you are doing good for people, don't follow what you have just done for them. Because when you start talking, and I did this, I didn't do this, and I did this, you are follow. it's not a bent offering. It's a live offering. It's not dead. You know, I am, <laughs> I'm the way I am when it comes to my assignment. I don't delegate my responsibilities. Which one of you will allow me to, to, let me not go there. Who will allow another husband to sleep with his wife? That's your responsibility. Anytime you allow somebody to do what you must do, it's like asking somebody to sleep with your wife or husband. You're not serious. Tithe. You will tithe. Somebody tithe for me. It is never, it is not in any book. Give that offering for me. Give that sacrifice. 
You know the things that must turn around. Husband, wife, parent, business. And you say, give it to me for free. Black people. My people. But from this day, we are changing. Somebody sitting in your car. Because you didn't give certain seats you should have given. You didn't serve in certain areas you should have served. But those days are over. Ask your neighbor, are you the one driving my car? I hope you think about what I just said, the latter part. No normal husband or wife will ask somebody else to do him a favor by going into his wife. Anytime you don't do his anniversary, you must sow a serious seed to take. You know things that must turn. <laughs> David said, no, no, I'm not going to give it for free and I will not give God what does not cost me anything. Let's look at the result of that. The plague stopped. The epidemic stopped. That's why I knew this epidemic. Pfizer or no Pfizer? AstraZeneca or AstraZeneca? I knew. This thing cannot touch me. Because Exodus 23, 25 to 26 says, When you serve God with everything you have, I will take sickness away from you, including COVID. Variant or no variant? I can If COVID tries to touch my body, it will die. Diabetes, meningitis, cancer, name it. You can get rid of that devil by your seeds. Seeds don't only bring money. There are things money can money cannot buy health. There was this rich man who went with Donald Trump to their to their rally. Rich man, he died. He died. Vaccine or no vaccine? Take the vaccine when it comes. To protect yourself. But do it based on your faith. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. I drank the communion, drank the word, and Zeneca. Ooh. Common sense, that's common sense. Divine sense is communion and giving. Sacrificial seat, <laughs> like today. This is a sacrificial seat. It's your bones. When God starts dishing out blessings, you will catch your own though. Let's finish. Last verse. Verse 25. And I like that statement. And the plague ceased. And the plague what? Every plague in your life is ceasing from today. It's ceasing from today by your covenant practice. Let's close. I promise. Last scripture. Psalm 20. If you are blessed, we are blessed. Oh. I tell you, what's going to happen to this church, eh? The things we are doing, interpretation, God will show his power back by what we are doing. I'm telling you, singles, I've told you before, we will do a chain of I do, I do, I do. In the new sanctuary. 
And I'm speaking. I said, new sanctuary. Because I know the sacrificial seeds I'm sowing towards that new sanctuary. I, this church sold to us. Many churches who have major buildings, we sold carry forward. This church trades secrets. Let's close with this one. Psalm 20. Oh, let's close with this one. Five minutes. Psalm 20, verse 1 to 4. Please put the scripture up and I'll read one translation and then we shall give. Psalm 20. Oh, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. Who is getting wiser? For themselves. For themselves. For themselves. Psalm 20, 1 to 4. Let's all see it together. Let's all read it together as we close. Shall we go? The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of Jacob do what? Defend thee. So, giving brings you defense and deliverance from trouble. Let's continue. She should send you help from what? The sanctuary. And what? Strengthen you out of Zion. Not be sick. Strengthen you when you come to church. Zion means church. Strengthen you when you come to church. Online or actual. He strengthens you when you come to church. Zion. Let's all read the, sec- the, the third verse. Let's all read it. Catch it. Mystery. Read it. Go. Remember. So God remembers your. If you don't give, does he remember? <laughs> read it. Remember all thy. And what? Accept your burnt sacrifice. Let's finish. Number four. Grant you according to thine own heart. And what? Fulfill all your cl- counsel. Another word for counsel is your plans. Let me read message and we close. Listen to this. Lift up your head. My last scripture. This is the interpretation of what you have just read in the message translation. I need to catch it. Everyone say, money doesn't take care of everything. Say it. When you give to the poor, this is what you attract. Listen to message. God, or when you give offerings, these are some of the things you attract. He said, God answer you on the day you crash. On the day you what? On the day your relationship crashes, your finances crashes. Listen. God answer you on the day you crash and everything about you crashes. The name of Jacob puts you out of harm's reach. So when you are giving offerings, it's not just giving. God delete, he remembers your offerings. He said offerings. Offerings. It's not just one. There's worship offering. There's missions offering. There's giving to parents. There's giving to prophets. The Lord remember your offerings and deliver you from a crash and get you out of harm's way. I knew he would get us out of harm's way. Send reinforcements from his hill. Dispatch from Zion fresh supplies. Mama B, fresh supplies. Not just from Sainsbury's. Fresh supplies. So the food you are eating is not dead. Your shoes are not dead. Things about you are not fresh, fresh supplies come from offerings. That's why we are teaching you why you give, how you give, when you give, and how to receive, to know what to expect. I'm tired of our members running around in circles despite how much they earn. That's not where it is. Only. And then he finishes by saying, he should exclaim over your offering. Exclaim. He should speak over your offerings. Exclaim. There's a difference between exclamation mark and question mark. Many believers are question mark. People look at them and say, are you a believer? But you must, 
you must come to a place where you are an exclamation. Wow. One day I must teach a message. Pastor, that's the way I heard. How? Are you a question mark or exclamation mark? House of Judah, we are exclamation marks. Not question marks. They shouldn't question our results and our, our God. This message will make you an exclamation mark. Celebrate your sacrifices. Give you what your listen, give you what your heart desires. Accomplish your plans. So the plans you have, when you are a giver, God accomplishes it. Did you get anything? Did I sweat for nothing? Did you get something? Was it mysterious? Are you becoming a mystery? Will you do what you have heard? You will see something. Put your hand on your head. Say, I receive divine wisdom. To do everything I've heard. I will be an exclamation mark. God will remember my offerings. God will remember my giving to missions. God will remember my tithes. God will remember my service. My willing sacrificial services. Say a big amen. And now say, Father, give me seeds to sow. The Bible says God receives the blessings of people who give according to what he has blessed them. God will never tell you to do something that he has not given the ability to do. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Now if you are watching right now, you are not saved, you are not born again, you say, I want to give my life to Christ. That's the greatest gift you can ever receive. So pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. I believe in my heart that you died on the cross. We're raised from the dead. And I believe and confess with our mouth, Jesus as Lord. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Cottonwood Publications presents the Financial Freedom Pack. The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer, Dr. Michael Hottonwood. Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or a Pastor Should Be Poor, How to Get Out of Debt, and Stay Out of Debt, Steps to Becoming Debt-Free, Why Budgeting is Not an Option, and Reasons Why People Walk in Lack. Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 or order online at Amazon.co.uk, www.hasajuda.org. UK or michaelhottonwood.org. Debit or credit card accepted. Secure online payments by Visa card, MasterCard, Charge card, Stored Valued card, Leech card, and PayPal.